Welcome to Headliner the Podcast with your hosts, Stephen Heckberg and Philip Goudreau. Headliner the Podcast, Phil Goudreau, Stephen Heckberg with our final episode this season. Stephen, oh. Well, we won't make it so long before the next season. How no, that's that? right. We're going to come back uh, earlier next time uh, because one of the things that we're entering into, uh, Phil, is a post-COVID world. We will be working to ensure that people know we'll be back faster. And one of the things is we're going to have to establish credibility with both our listeners and with our customers in a post-COVID world. And it's going to be, mm-hmm. uh, this will be one of the things that I would say businesses, government, everybody's going to be challenged by in the post-COVID world is how do we get back to people can trust that we are going to deliver on our promises. Yeah. And, you know, and and even at a more more basic level, I think, you know, there are a lot of people who have taken the the messaging, which there's been a lot of fear in the last couple of years, some of it justified, some of it maybe a little over the top, that just even at a basic level, they're saying, oh, vaccine passports are going away and some of these other uh, protections that we once had are going away. Well, I'm just not going to eat in restaurants anymore. Which I don't think is realistic. (laughs) Well, first of all, if you've missed that the vaccination protects you, then I don't... Here's your reminder. I don't don't know how to sort of remind you that you, in fact, can uh, and should live your life. It's one of the reasons why science is so awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Science is amazing. We uh, created a vaccine. And while I understand some of you vaccinated may have people with uh, autoimmune deficiencies, et cetera, et cetera, and I'm not minimizing that in any way, shape, or form. But the fact of the matter is uh, a virus is so small that you could pick it up anywhere, anytime. I wouldn't yeah. view the restaurant as necessarily your super spreader event. No. So go no. enjoy your life. And this actually is one of the things that I, I will probably say. Lots of things that people had taken for granted before in terms of safety and security, and I don't have to think about these things. I think people are going to still be thinking about these things for a while. And so one of the messages I would have for people in the post-COVID world is step number one. If you haven't thought about Maslow's hierarchy of needs before, think about it now. If your customers don't feel safe, if they don't feel secure, if your employees don't feel safe or secure, they're not moving up the chain. So safety and security is still going to be an important point and probably for the next 12 months. So what that means is don't start thinking, I don't have to have hand sanitizer. Not everyone's going to use hand sanitizer, but you're still going to have to have it there. Have plans for what are we doing in terms of emphasizing to our customers that we're still keeping their safety in mind. We're not going to be prepared just yet to say that we're back to where we were in February of 2020. Don't uh, think we're going to be seeing big lines at the buffet. Let's put it that way. No, and I think so. There's there's some changes we have to uh, we have to begin to help people understand uh, that that's one of the things we have to bring for them is we have to help businesses and government talk about safety and security and make sure that people know that that's going to be a paramount importance for everyone. So I, I would say that's step number one. Step number two, I think you have to. Uh, uh, recognize, and this is part of the great resignation. Uh, you know, the great shift. People are changing things, et cetera, et cetera. I think it is going to be about giving people slightly more freedom around some of the choices they want to make for themselves. So, for example, if you're the kind of business that says, "I give my employees two weeks of vacation," maybe have a conversation. If somebody comes to you and says, "I want three weeks vacation," say, "Well, can you self-fund half of it, and I'll meet half of it as well." Like, be prepared to be creative, right? Don't view that there are now lines in the sand about, I do things this way, 
it's going to be very tough for you to run a business or have anything where it's my way or the highway from now on. I think there may have been just a few union executives and probably some public sector HR people uh, who just heard what you said and probably fainted. So we'll give them a second to recover, you know? I, I just, I, and I and I totally hear that. The challenge is, is that like we, we no longer live in a world where I can predict tomorrow uh, who's going to be in the job? And so we really do have to start to think about there are going to be a, a many, many more different kinds of work models, work arrangements. Uh, I mean, I'll give you an example, right? I teach at a college. So it's winter in Ottawa, two months of the year, uh, maybe even three months of the year. Maybe even four months of the year. So what and we, construction the rest. What we have learned, what I have learned, is that I now could occasionally, even when we're back, if it's a snow day. I don't have to make students drive. I can immediately sort of send them a note in the morning and say, let's Zoom today's class. I'm prepared to do that. Uh, Again, I wouldn't want to do that all the time. Having done it, it's been a very difficult time. But I also now recognize that, oh, I have have the capability. We have the technology. uh, And there will be times where that might be the right choice. We can Uh, rebuild it. We can rebuild it. And we can look at what, what, you know, in, in individual circumstances, that might be the right choice. So that gives us a lot of freedom for both the students and for teachers, et cetera. I'm just using my example. But there is going to be a greater amount of freedom that you've now handed to your employees. You've told them you can work remotely occasionally. You can work from home sometimes. Maybe they're going to want to work from home all the time. I doubt it. But maybe they're going to want to work from home all the time. And maybe that is something we can do. Maybe they're going to want to work from home part of the time, and maybe Mm -hmm. you're going to structure. Maybe we need less office space. So there's all sorts of fundamental changes that are going to happen as a result of that. And I think that's a a positive. But I think it requires that you think as a manager, as a leader, that you think I've given these new tools to people and I've told them I trust them enough to make the right decision. Mm -hmm. You can't change that equation. You have to continue to trust your employees and your customers. Uh, And I think that's an enormous change that we haven't really adapted to. Oh, there's that word again, trust. Yeah. Uh, Listen, uh, privacy and trust are going to be the two issues of the 22nd century. I I probably talk about this, uh, you know, 90% of the time with people I'm talking about. How are we going to sort of maintain uh, private lives and how are we going to maintain privacy? And also, how are we going to maintain and increase people's trust in the very institutions that we're charging with maintaining privacy? What would you say to the organizations that had major, we'll call them trust breaches or major disagreements, we'll say, with their customers around their COVID protocols uh, and, and now have to kind of rebuild some trust there? Oh, very good questions. I think there's two groups in particular that I would probably want to offer some coaching to. Uh, long-term care homes is one. Because obviously, long-term care homes, I think, had some significant challenges early on. Uh, I think putting it mildly, uh, for, for sure. And I, I think one of the things that I would say, long-term care homes botched, uh, and I'm going to use the word botched, um, was staffing. I think they had assumed that their profit margins were going to come from uh, lower service levels and fewer staff. Uh, I think that lesson's been learned. Uh, and so I would emphasize if I were working for them, our training programs, our retention programs, what are we doing to make sure our staff feel loved? If I were the government regulating them, I would have super tight regulations on long-term care homes because that 
will be a killer if you aren't clear. Uh, and frankly, if, to go back to our last episode, that would be an issue I'd run on. I would run on regulating long-term care homes to within an inch of their life uh, and making sure that long-term care homes have service standards uh, that they've agreed to. And then I would actually cap their, I would actually treat them like public utilities. I would cap their profit margin and I would say, you get to make this much money and no more. Uh, and I think that would be a, a hugely uh, popular campaign issue, and, and I would run on that. Um, so I think long-term care homes need to sort of do some some restoring of trust with their clientele. And remember, their clientele aren't just the seniors in the home, it's also their families. I think the second group that's going to run into some challenges would be retailers. And, and I think in large part, one of the things that retailers have struggled with is they already were struggling with the rapid growth of online purchasing. Uh, and I think they're going to have to remind customers what the shopping experience was like. So again, much as I said for long-term care homes, that your staffing is going to be uh, crucial. Uh, retailers are going to have to figure out. I, I mean, I might pay slightly more to get good service. And I think I would want to change my service mentality. If I were the Retail Council of Canada, for example, today, I would advocate. I would be advocating for an increase in the minimum wage to $18 an hour. I would be advocating for that right now because if they advocate for it, that's what they're going to have to pay anyway because they have to improve their service levels. So why don't you get ownership of the position, stake out the ground. You'll look like heroes to your future employees anyway. Your members and, will probably all cancel their cards, but, but carry on. Here's the thing. <laughs> your members are going to have to pay that to people or they're not going to get people back from online shopping. If I can shop on Amazon from my living room, the only thing that's going to take me out of my living room is if I'm getting great service and great service costs money. I get it. I, I, I think they'll probably pay for that wage increase out of the dues they were paying before. Let's put it that way. Well, if that's the case, then uh, the Retail Council, again, like, like let's just be honest if you can't communicate that kind of mm -hmm. a change to your members then you're mm -hmm. gonna then you're not really providing them oh change we're anyway. coming full circle i know we're coming change 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 is uh, is coming to canada maybe that's your uh, third topic for the 22nd century as you yes. said trust, trust privacy, privacy and change change yeah no there we go. no change is this is this is the story of the 21st century mm. which is almost over uh because we're we're rapidly changing so quickly mm. that I'm not sure we get 100 years in a century anymore. You know, we would have to get out of 2020 first. Yeah, because we're in 2022. Thanks for listening along with us the, this season. The sequel. The sequel, yeah. yes. Yes. Yeah, we'll have another season for you uh, when we feel like it, really. Uh, at some point, it's we'll, coming. We'll get to it sooner rather than later this time. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening along with us, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Headliner, the podcast. If you want to know more about how you can improve your organization's communication strategies, visit headlinerthebook.com. We'll see you next week.